Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is Love Your Work Life, episode 77. I'm so excited. As of this week, my new interview course is launching. And I want you to be the first to experience all of the steps, techniques, tactics, sample answers, all the goodies that I have for you in that course. I want you to be the first to experience it. So if you are interested in learning more and getting access to some bonuses, then I definitely want you to be on my mailing list. That's where I'm going to be sharing all of the details. And to join my mailing list, all you need to do is go to elisashuck-careercoach.com forward slash email dash list dash opt dash in. I'll also put the link in the show notes. I can't wait to have you inside the interview course. Now for today, I know it feels like there are so many things to do when you're in job search mode. And if you're working and in job search mode, then it feels like you don't even have time to do all the things that you need to do, let alone figure out all the things and and get it done, right? It's so, it can be so crazy. I totally get that. But that's why I want to talk about something that you can do that will make your life so much easier. Because the solution to managing all the things, and I'm doing air quotes right now, (laughs) all the things that must be done can happen so much easier when you focus on one. There's all the steps, right? There's doing your resume. There's tailoring your resume specific to the job. There's looking for recruiters. There's applying for jobs. All of the things that happen preparing for interviews. But the reality is, is that in the current moment, there is only one thing you need to do. So how do you figure out what that one thing is? And how do you make sure that you're doing the one thing instead of going where our brains want to go, which is to, you know, number five, like applying for the job now, but your brain wants to go, what am I going to say in the interview? You don't need to worry about that today. You do not need to worry about that today. If you get trapped in thinking about what you're going to say in the interview or what salary you want, or what if it requires me to go into the office every day, all that's going to do is keep you stuck, keep you from taking the action on the one thing that you need to do today in this moment. And that one thing might just be clicking apply. Let the other stuff happen when it happens. There's no reason to overanalyze and worry and even plan for things that aren't happening yet. 
when you do, it's a sure way to get stuck, to get into a habit of overanalyzing, and to keep yourself almost like this hamster on the treadmill, right? Like you're just, you're not really making any progress. You're just spinning in place. So what I want you to do is think about your job search in steps. Break it down. It's not the big giant thing of landing a job. It is the process of this, then this, then this, which ultimately gets you a great new job. Let's look at what some of those things are. Let's talk about that process. Well, number one, you need to have some clarity about your career history, about the strengths and characteristics and traits, all of the goodies, all of the awesomeness that you bring to a role. Now, you may have thought writing your resume is step one, but it's not. Because if you can't write about yourself on your resume, if you don't know all of the great things about yourself that you want to share, then your resume is going to be bland. It's not going to have the narrative that you want it to have. It's not going to be compelling. That's why kind of getting a handle on your own career story is step one break down step one a little bit more. And that is maybe you need to dig up some old job performance reviews that say some really awesome and super specific things about you. Do some soul searching on accomplishments. Think about the things you've done. Anytime there are metrics involved, improvement percentages, cost savings, um, reduced number of tickets, people, the number of people that you've trained, the number of people that you've onboarded, people who you have helped succeed in other ways. These are all things to pay attention to. These are all things to capture, write down, and have available when you go to write your resume. All right? And that might be broken into even more steps. Maybe you take it one job at a time. Start with your favorite job. Start with the one that really resonated with you, the one that you felt like was really tapping into something. Start there. I guarantee you that when you start with the one thing, you find that one thing and you dive into that, and getting that done, you will naturally think of other things that are associated with it, other steps that you can then jot down and know, okay, I'm definitely going to mention that on my resume. Or what about, what about that boss I worked for and that great project that we accomplished together as a team? When you start with one just the one thing, and you don't get trapped into thinking of what happens when they invite you to an interview, when all you're doing is figuring out your career story, then your brain can be focused. And it's really cool because I was reminded of this uh, recently, and that is when we're young and there's something we want to do, notice how almost effortlessly it happens. And I don't mean like it happened by magic. What I mean is we naturally processed 
I need to get this. I need to do that. I need to reach out to that person. I need to build this and paint that. There are projects in our world, in our life, that the steps just seem to come natural and we're moving through it effortlessly. That's what I want for you in your job search, for it to feel a little bit effortless And the way it can feel effortless is because you're only thinking about the one thing that you must do today, in the moment, in the next 15 minutes even. So first you're going to get your career story. Once you have that done, then you're going to construct a resume. And in combination with the actual things you've done and the experiences that you have, weave in more of your strengths, your transferable skills. Make sure that's part of the story too. That's why in my one-on-one private coaching as well as in Job Search Field Guide, I have you participate in a strengths survey. This is an awesome tool that you can use to build your resume. I use it when I write resumes, but it's also a really awesome tool to help you start to understand at a deeper level who you are and what you bring to the table, what makes you tick, the skills, strengths, characteristics that have always underpinned your success and are a predictor of your success going forward. Make sure you build some of those transferable skills and strengths into your resume. All right, next, research roles, research companies. That's all you need to do. Sometimes you're just hopping on LinkedIn and saving jobs. If that is easier for you to do so that you can go back later and schedule time to take a deeper dive into those job posts, great. Because if you think you're going to look at a job and then you're going to review all the bullet points and then you're going to decide whether or not you're qualified for it feels like too much and gets you stuck, then don't do all of those things. Just do the one thing. Save the job. And I suggest you save anything that looks interesting and that you're curious about. You can go back to the exact bullet points and decide to keep it or let it go later. But you don't have anything to apply to if you haven't started looking at them and from a very high level, saving them as something to go back to. All right, next, you're going to create this rinse and repeat strategy. I talk about this in Job Search Field Guide. This is you reaching out directly to recruiters, either as a follow-up to your online application, or if you don't have time or you feel very overwhelmed by online applications, then I suggest reaching out first. Let them tell you that they need you to apply online. They will. The main thing is that you are doing the one thing you need to do, which is getting yourself in front of a human being with your resume with your LinkedIn profile. You just keep doing that. That process, getting yourself in front of a person, might be just the one thing you do repeatedly throughout the day, repeatedly for a week. Decide how many of those you want to do in a day or a week and hold yourself accountable to that. 
You don't need to start thinking about what happens if the recruiter calls me and schedules an interview. You don't need to go there yet. When they call you and schedule you for an interview, that's the right time to start planning for that interview, to start taking the deeper dive into the alignment of your accomplishments, your skills and strengths to the bullet points in the job. Now, I know that sounds a little counterintuitive, right? Because shouldn't you be sure that you're very, very qualified before you apply? Yeah, I want you to feel comfortable. I want you to feel minimally 60 to 70% qualified. But the truth is that you're not going to have to start talking about yourself and aligning your skills and experience to that role until you're invited for an interview. So don't go there yet. Don't let that be the thing that derails you. Wait till you're invited. You're always going to have time. It's not going to be a situation where they want to speak to you immediately. Most of the time it's going to be put on the calendar. And even if they did want to speak to you immediately, you could say, you know what? I would really like to be prepared for this. Would it be possible to schedule this call for later in the day or tomorrow? You get to own that just a bit. You are not at their mercy, right? We talked about flipping the script in last week's podcast episode. So you take charge of what works for you so that you can be prepared. Then when it comes time for interview preparation or company research, then that is the one thing to do. Do you see where I'm going with all of this? Instead of looking at your job search as this big, giant project, I want you to think of it as one thing at a time. Step number one is always going to lead to step two, step three, step four in a process. But you don't have to worry about step two until it happens. You don't have to worry about step 17 or interview number eight until it happens. Manage your mind around this, my friends. Please give yourself the space to be in the moment and to tackle only the one thing that is on your plate now that gets you to that next step. Trust me, it's going to take so much stress out of your job search because you're not overanalyzing and thinking too far ahead. You're being in the moment and controlling the one thing that you can do, which is the thought you have about the thing you need to do. Pick a thought that feels good. Pick a thought that motivates you to take action on the one thing and let the other stuff happen when it happens. You'll be prepared because that's just also who you are as a human. We're always figuring things out. We're always managing. That's just how we're wired. So take it one step at a time. All right. Until next time. If you like listening to this podcast and you are going to love my program, Job Search Field Guide, this is a unique opportunity, a five-step 
process to help you land a job quickly. So I hope you will join me in Job Search Field Guide. This is going to be revolutionary to your career journey and your job search, and you get lifetime access. So find it at elisashuck-careercoach.com, and I will see you there.